Hello, um, welcome to Eavesdropping at the Movies. I'm Mike. And I'm Jose. And we've seen The House with a Clock in Its Walls, which I'm going to go on record and say is an awful title for a film. It's an awful title for a film and it's an awful film. It's not an awful film, but it's pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> well, let, let's not quibble about degrees of awfulness. It, I it thought has, it was. It some... I really wanted to like it because I love the cast and I love fantasy and I love stories like this. Actually, well, let's not go over more. When you say when you love the cast, what you mean is you love Jack Black and Kate Blanchett because that's it. And Carl um, McClanahan. Oh, Carl McClanahan. Carl McLaughlin, Yeah, McLaughlin. But he's he's sort of. I wish he was more recognizable. Well, well, let's not spoil it. He's very good. You know, uh, in it. Um, well, let, okay. Let's just say, without spoilers, it's about um, this very young kid who's you know, ten or eleven years old. Um, parents have died. Goes to live with his uncle Jack Black uh, in this kind of creepy big house, a um, little bit like sort of Lemony Snicket. Uncle turns out is a sort of a magician. Next door neighbor Kate Blanchett is always hanging around. She's a, she's a magician too, but mm. they're not just magicians. They're actually warlocks and witches. And there's quite advanced sort of magic going on. So the kid begs, let me learn, let me learn, let me learn. Set in the 1950s, by the way. So there's kind of, there's kind of a, a fun thing going on where he's learning magic. But then some twisted stuff starts to happen. The kid gets into some darker uh, places because he wants to sort of make friends at school. Um, and also there's a house with a clock in its walls. Um, this, this clock keeps on ticking and, and ruining Jack Black's life. And he needs to know where this, where this ticking is coming from because he's very worried about it. Yes. That's the plot. <coughs> It's it's a film for children, really, you know, um, and so and I actually I can imagine children looking at it on television and liking it very much and getting obsessed with it, you know. So um, I didn't like the design for the film, but actually there is a lot of thought taken with um, the gadgets and the chair with making the house magical. So, you know, though it's not particularly elegantly or intriguingly filmed, no. it has interesting things within the frame. The, the house is kind of alive. Yeah. So what I particularly liked was the uh, stained glass window on the stairs that moves and changes. Yes. And reflects kind of what's going on or has kind of messages to give to the inhabitants of the house. And, of course, the thing that people will probably pick up on the most is the armchair that's basically a really happy, like, spaniel yes. that follows him around. Yes. And he keeps but, having to say, stay, to the yeah. chair. But it has lots of things like that, you know, books that are alive and, uh, you know, pumpkins that uh, threaten and hedges that are really lions that actually have bodily functions and can attack. So, you know, the world that it kind of brings to life is a really interesting one. The way it brings it to life is really not very interesting. Well, it's directed by Eli Roth, who um, couldn't direct his way out of the paper bag as far as I'm concerned. I don't like him. Um, I mean, this is probably his best film, which is not saying much. No, it's definitely not saying much. I mean, I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was dreadful. I was very bored. Um, so let me, let me say what I liked most first. First, Kate Blanchett, who's just great. I mean, you know, there's a moment at the beginning when you're introduced to her... And actually, just the way that she puts her feet, like Mary Poppins, her, yeah, her body posture, or her posture with her feet only, is yeah. uh, a laugh. It's very amusing, you know. So, so here is this great actress kind of, you know, getting effects from an audience just by the position of her feet. I thought she was amazing. I love Joe Black. 
Jack Black. Oh, Jack Black. You know, and he was wonderful. Uh, though, you know, he's he's getting a bit old for shtick. You know, yeah. He's like, not nearly as charming as he has been in the past, and I yeah. think he's really trying as well. I think it it falls flat quite a bit. I don't, his material isn't that great, to be fair to him. Yes. Um, but I mean, I guess when you think back on the film that is coming to mind for me is Lemony Snicket, and when you think back on uh, Jim Carrey in that film. It was just he, he, everything that his character did made me laugh. Yes. Pretty much everything. And I wanted Jack Black to be like that in this, and he wasn't. On the other hand, he sometimes gets laughs out of your really puerile dialogue just from the way he says it. Yeah. You know, so, you know, uh, uh, well done. Uh, <laughs> is it Jack or Joe? Jack Black. Jack Black. So, you know, that was great. <laughs> the child. The kids can't act. The kids can't act. But actually, you know what drives me crazy about these kids in movies? I don't know if you've noticed this. Go on. Or maybe it's my prejudice. Why do they all have fucking have blue eyes? You know, why is part of their cuteness and adorableness always signified by blue eyes? I was thinking, why can't they get, like, a black-eyed kid? <laughs> you know, is it that they, they, you know, these, these Aryan Nazis mm. can't imagine somebody being cute and adorable without blue eyes? It's that kind of... It's, I guess it's... <laughs> it's kind of like... It's like a symbolism of like Americana sort of really toxic thing actually going on. I mean, you can imagine like, you can imagine David Lynch making this movie and casting blue-eyed kids, but then making them the most evil ones. The Omen or something. <laughs> yeah, because you know. underneath it, it turns out that's the most evil thing. Yeah, but, but actually... Right, I, it's quite creepy. It's not just creepy. It is, there's a whole ideology ab- around it that I find offensive. Yeah. Like, uh, and, I mean. you know, and, and elitist and actually white supremacist yeah. you know that you can't imagine a kid being adorable without blue eyes it's it's offensive um yeah although to be fair in a way i'm kind of reminded of um, that, that that um eddie murphy bit where he's talking about the horror movie why black people aren't in horror movies is because the moment that the house says get out then they leave <laughs> 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 So, whereas, whereas the white people are like, you know, I love the view, whatever. Um, but you're right, there doesn't need to be like fucking Aryan sort of supremacist stereotypes. It's quite creepy. <coughs> anyway, um, I was quite bored, you know, and actually I, it kind of annoyed me because for me this is, this is really a kind of film that I enjoy so much, you know, about with like spells and witches and houses that come alive and, yeah. you know, books is the key to spells and power and... Like, it's got all of those things I like, and it's just, like, incompetently done, really. You know, so I, think I was really so. let down. Um, uh, I, I also think, actually, it has a low opinion of kids. I think it doesn't understand kids, in a way, like, because it is, it's so simplistic. It's so basic, mm. what happens. It's just, the kid wants to learn some magic. The uncle teaches him some magic. He says, don't go in this cabinet, because I'm not letting you in there. They go in the cabinet. It's a book that lets you bring people back from the dead. Bring people back from the dead. The guy who comes back from the dead wants to reset the world to zero by turning the clocks back, and then they stop him. It is it's super basic in terms yeah. of the plot and everyone's kind of motivations and things. And I think actually, it strikes me as it's been made by people who don't understand kids because actually, kids are more sophisticated than this. Of course, they really are. Yeah, this underestimates its audience. Yes, and actually, the whole relationship between the kids. Was re- well, as you say, was really talking down to them. You know? Yeah, I think so. Um, including the vengeful thing at the end, you know, which is a good joke. Which but what was the vengeful with thing? the ball and the spell at the end? It was, it was the best thing in the trailer. You know, when the kid says, 
uh, come play with our team. And he says... Oh, yeah, sorry. You know, right, so the, he gets his revenge for not being picked earlier. Um, you know, which I think is, is... You know, they turn into a good visual joke. But actually, I think it fundamentally misunderstands, you know, the like, kid's psychology, basically. What I did like was, was when Kate Blanchett is using her umbrella against all the pumpkins and she's firing it like a laser gun and it actually uses like like Star Wars type blaster sounds mm. that tickled me I thought that was quite good fun well to add another word I think I think there's a lot of imagination and talent in this film that's really destroyed by the direction because everything that Kate Blanchett wears for example has been really carefully chosen you know so she's wearing all purple and her jewelry is all purple you know, and her jewelry is like from the right period. It's really like all Art Nouveau, you know, and so on, right? And it's all designed perfectly. And so like all her collars are a bit wonky and everything about her is a bit wonky. Like it's a bit upside down. So you can see mm. that the dress design and the set design and people have taken great trouble, you know, <laughs> yeah, to kind of put those details into the image. And then it seems like, you know, well, actually neither the director nor the screenwriters have been able to do much with it. There's also an element of like cartoon character design, which I quite appreciated as well. There's this idea in cartooning that you should be able to tell any character from their silhouette, yeah. and and you know the difference between the, the kind of straight laced, very sharp Kate um, Blanchett characters always stood up bolt upright, and she's very very thin, um, contrasted with you know Jack Black, who's a big round, yeah. you know kind of fun sack. <laughs> yes. yeah, again, I really appreciate, it. and they play each off play off each other really well and I, I, I liked so I did like elements of, of the way they play together yes. and I also like um, the, the, the kind of undertow of of the loss of family um, you know the, the kid has just lost uh, his mum and dad the, uh, the uncle has just lost his sister and then there's the whole thing with him about him having abandoned her and not kind of realising that, that he loved her or something like that and you've also got Kate Blanchett's character having lost her daughter years ago and then they they it's done in dialogue it's, it's, it's very very um, it's, on, right. it's in the text no it's on the Facebook though it's in the text that they, they coalesce and they become it, a family of black swans at the end I mean but it's also tried because I think of all, all of those things are very underdeveloped so for example you are meant to think that there was something between the Jack Black character and the Kyle McLachlan 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 character you know they, there's, they have a history and you know but actually the film never makes it clear so you right. you, you, you kind of suspect that to him, that's the equivalent loss, you know, of the, than the family is to the other kids. Um, but it's never it's never fully flushed out in a way that kind of makes it emotionally understandable. Well, every, so. everything to do with Carl McLaughlin's character is a complete failure. Mm. You know, I, do, I, I really dislike the fact that when he comes back from the dead, he is unrecognisable. I wanted to be able to recognise his features and see his face. When a guy comes back from the dead and is a kind of slightly zombified version of himself, he doesn't have to look unrecognisable. Uh, and, 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 and particularly I like someone so iconic as him. Right. And with such distinctive features. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just a bad job. That's just bad. It's thinking. a bad job. And they make yeah. him into a blob and they just didn't... It, it's laziness and not caring or not having the right ideas, really. Yeah. It is the kind of film where you go, if only they'd come to me... I would have done it better. <laughs> <laughs> I could have told them how they were going wrong in a way. You do kind of feel like that. Because it's just, it's a film that I think shows its, shows its young audience no respect and doesn't have enough intelligence in, in anything else. Well, you're right. And I think for those reasons, we shouldn't give it much more space than we have until now. So, you know, we both disliked it. Uh, um, I hate recommending for, for people not to go see 
films. Uh, I think I mean I'm sure it would distract your kids. Yeah. <laughs> let's just say there's a lot better stuff to see at the moment than this one, and this would go, uh, you know, very down, very low down on my list. Let me say that. I mean, I don't know what what else is out for kids at the moment. It's probably it. Uh, I really don't know. No, I don't think there is. Well, I suspect there is. There are slim pickings is. for children these days. That's not true. Like you know, so many. So well, many I just mean like I just mean like like this week. Yeah, so stay home this week. <laughs> yeah. just, Mom. Just, yeah. no, just honestly, put on Lemony Snicket. Uh, it's way, way better. Well, I think that's what they do. I mean, it's very, it's very rare for parents to take their kids out to the cinema unless they hear that the film is really like, great, mm. isn't it? Yeah, well, so, um, And this one isn't. So, there all right. Go. Thank you very much for listening. We are eavesdropping at the movies and we are on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, eavesdroppingatthemovies.com and you can see us on Twitter and on Facebook. Smash in. Hurrah. Bye-bye. <laughs>